0: Hello and thank you for downloading this podcast, the next in our series entitled Northumberland Voices. My name is Nicola and I'm one of the Archives Assistants at Northumberland Archives. This series is based largely on the oral history interviews undertaken in the 1970s by the then County Archivist Robin Gard and his team. These recordings represent an incredibly valuable resource, with the listener getting the opportunity to hear firsthand a story which otherwise may have been lost. This podcast is based on an interview with Mrs Keeney and was originally recorded in 1975. Mrs Keeney was born in Newcastle upon Tyne and moved to Horsley as a young child when her father became a gardener at Linden House, now known as Linden Hall. In this first extract, she talks about leaving school aged 15 and her first job working as a schoolroom mate for a family in wooler And
1: okay. then you went to school in London, presumably, did you? In yes, in
2: Longhorsley, yes. Just when I was 15.
1: Yes. Did you like school? Oh, yes,
2: I didn't mind it. Of course, there wasn't the scholarships and that sort of thing that there are nowadays. Yeah.
1: There weren't the opportunities, I suppose, really, oh, no. were there?
2: When a girl left school the only thing there was was service. and it was a boy you got a gardener or a farmhand mm. so there's just no choice at all really oh, no choice mm. you see we were a long way from Malpeth where there was anything mm. and you couldn't afford the uh well i don't think there was buses for all the time you were there
1: no and you couldn't have taken a job that would involve you going into the no that's right. what I mean, yes. it
2: wasn't yes because all linton was all right as long as your children were small we didn't need to travel but as mm. soon as they got old enough to go to work well they just had to leave home mm. or stay at home.
1: Or go so service locally. Yes, yes. oh yes. Did you, it's it's a silly question in a way, but did you mind, you know, going into service there? No, Would you have rather didn't. done something else or were you quite happy to do it?
2: Well, we sort of didn't know anything else really. No.
1: So you are quite happy
2: for yes. this? Yes, yes, you just brought up there and found a job and that was the main thing. Oh
1: well, yes. <laughs> and you started work when you were 15 then? Yes, oh yes. And so what was the household made up of then? How many people were there?
2: And well, I don't know quite then. When I left school I went to a place at Wooler, mm. and there was a schoolroom roommate there.
1: Oh, I see. You didn't start straight away oh, with the
2: adults. No. Oh, so oh. no, a school roommate then. Mm. And you lived in...? Oh, yes. You lived in there, yes. Mm. Of course, there was no means to travel or anything those days.
1: No. So, and who were you who was sort of in charge mm. there? So The school at teacher Linden. you worked for? No, at Wooler.
2: Well it was a farm household.
1: Oh, I see.
2: We called them gentlemen farmers in those days. They didn't do the farm work, you know, but mm. they owned the farm. Mm. And when you were school maybe I used to mm. clean the nurseries out, do the nurseries, the day nursery, night nursery, and take the children out in the afternoon. They mm. have the, the governors and they uh, the, uh governors taught them lessons in the morning and I come out in the afternoon. And of course, they we were in early and we were in the We just stayed in after I don't know what we did.
1: We <laughs> <You> just <laughs> talked and stuff yes, like that. that so. What was the name of that family?
2: Uh, barbers.
1: Mm. Mm. And were they mm-hmm. good to work for? Oh,
2: yeah. Nice. Yes. Mm. Oh, so I had quite a nice life there, really. Mm. Oh, yes. We had a small, what we called a tub, you know, a little pony Oh, trap, so you could get around. We went around, the other places and the day in the afternoons. Yeah.
1: What but sort of time off did you have, actually? Did they give you much time off
2: to oh, you didn't want to go anywhere. No. No, you just stayed in the red or lit or so, or something like that.
1: And did you, you wouldn't have got home much to see
2: your parents? Oh, no, if you got home once a year, it's as much as you could afford to do. Yes.
0: Keeney started working at Linden House in about 1918, when she was 20. She joined as head housemaid due to her previous experience. At the time, the house was owned by the Adamson family, Lieutenant Colonel John George Adamson, who was referred to as the Colonel throughout the recording, with his wife Lena and his two daughters, Muriel Anne Pearl and Catherine Evelyn, known as Eve. The family had lived in their estate in Ireland until 1911, moving when the colonel inherited the property upon the death of his father. Muriel remained at the house until her death in 1962, and it was sold the following year. In this extract, Mrs. Keeney talks about the running of the household, her role within it, and the structure evident particularly at mealtimes. Mrs. Keeney later confirms that the household was ran in this way right into the 1960s.
1: How many housemates do you have under you
2: then? There was three under me. I was the fourth one.
1: And you would organise what they did, would you? Oh yes, us?
2: yes. In fact, they all pretty well knew what they had to do. You know.
1: Mm, you all had your own areas of.
2: Yes, the second housemate looked after the two Miss Albertans, and they had a landing of their own. You know, oh. like each a bedroom, a sitting room, and a bathroom each.
1: How many were there of them?
2: Just two Miss Albertans. Just the two. That's oh, the only family they had. Yeah.
1: And this second housemaid would take care of them then? Oh yes,
2: and she looked after their clothes and mm. run the bath water for them in the morning. Call them for the cup of tea, of course. Yes. And I'd run the bath they're ready, to put out yeah. whatever clothes they said they would the want for that day. Mm. And then the housemaid cleaned those rooms. The second mm. housemaid saw the cleaning of those rooms.
1: Clean that
2: too. And of course, I did upstairs where the Colonel was and Mrs. Adamson. a Butler, he looked after the Colonel Adamson. Mm. And um, I had to make the beds and, you know, the rooms, so you know, it was all right.
1: yeah so And you would be sort of Mrs. Adamson's maid more or oh, less as well, wouldn't
2: you? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, she didn't have a maid of her own. No. She was very easy to do with, she was very kind.
1: You liked her.
2: yeah
1: <laughs> What time would you start work in the morning?
2: Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Well, we were supposed to call them at seven o'clock with tea, but mm-hmm. it wasn't always seven, you know, it would supposed to be about quarter past. Mm-hmm. They didn't notice because you drew the curtains, they were half asleep. You drew the curtains and put the tea down and went out together. Yes, quick. <laughs> hope they didn't look at the clock.
1: <laughs> and then they, would you have had your breakfast by then or would you have to wait
2: till the oh, later? Oh no, it wait about, I don't know, it half past eight. When
1: well, they'd had theirs, presumably.
2: Yes. Yeah. Well, as long as you saw they had theirs and they weren't wanting you, you had your breakfast.
1: And you had yours with the housekeeper, didn't you? Well, we
2: all had our breakfast together. Oh, First meal of the day. Yes. The lunchtime and tea and supper we used to have in the housekeeper's room. You and the
1: parlourmaid, yes. yes. the parlourmaid Yes.
2: Considered the head ones. Yes, correct. <laughs> <up. laughs> <laughs> what um, about the yeah. others?
1: Where did they all have theirs? In the
2: servants' hall. had a big hall, servants' oh, hall. I see. And at lunchtime when they uh, when we were in on a Sunday now we all had it together.
1: Oh, I in see. The servant's Just hall. for the Sunday. And then. the
2: housekeeper stood at the top of the table, and if there was a butler, he stood at the bottom of the table. You know, she handed it round, he put vegetables on and just went round.
1: Oh, lovely,
2: Yes. Yeah. That's one thing, they were very, very good at feeding.
1: Were they? Oh, yes. Well, oh, they were pretty generous about that. Yes. Actually, I was interested in what you said about um, how the colonel would carve the meat.
2: Oh, yes. He and then it would the
1: come meat. down to the servants' hall. Yes, horse. that's right. So, in fact, you'd you well, know, would, the he same He wouldn't bring to it
2: down, did. but the meat would come no, down. No,
1: but he wouldn't bring it
2: down. <laughs> Somebody else would bring it down and... Uh, the housekeeper then packed after they'd had theirs yes oh i see what, what,
1: if, what if they wanted some more i suppose they couldn't have any more if you'd got it
2: oh well oh no they didn't wouldn't want any more not, Oh, I see. you know probably have two or three different courses
1: oh i see mm.
2: but they had uh, really a main meal at night time
1: mm. you know
2: evening supper
1: so they didn't eat much in the middle of the day I presume? not they? unless
2: it was a sunday yes. and then they had roast beef yorkshire pudding and all that did you always have what they had then? Oh
1: yes. Good, yes. So that was, it wasn't bad then? Really? No,
2: because it meant that if it was good enough for them it should be good enough for us. Yes.
1: <laughs> and if it wasn't, I suppose they'd want to know the reason why. Oh yes. yes. Yeah. But it was always Mrs. Adamson that kept her hands on the stalls. On the keys but, and the stalls, yes. yes. Oh yes. So she dished
2: them out to the housekeeper.
1: Mm.
2: And of course the housekeeper was in charge then as to where they went. Who got them? In?
1: Yes.
2: Such as if I wanted more upstairs, more soap, or Anything like that. You, you would know, get the housekeeper? Get it from the housekeeper. I oh, see. So. The housekeeper's door so covered. It was only opened once a day. Hmm. you got to be there then or you didn't get it. You
1: didn't get it? But oh. Presumably because she couldn't then go back to Mrs. Adamson and ask for the keys again. Oh no,
2: no, no. no you finished for that day. Oh
1: dear. <laughs> and what did you, you spent most of the morning I suppose cleaning then? Oh yes. you? Yes. you yeah. used to go
2: around the rooms. And
1: and what about the afternoon, because you changed into your well,
2: good april time? stitched, you know, sewing. us so you'd be surprised time. How, much, how much they mended their clothes, you know, really. Mm. You might think, oh, they just get a new one, but believe me, they didn't.
1: Didn't they? <gasps> no. So you had a lot of that to do? Well, then.
2: quite a lot of mending to do.
1: Mm.
2: And then, of course, you yeah, had just, uh, by tea time, you sort of saw that there was hot water in the bedrooms and that, in case they wanted to go and wash their hands. Mm. Although there was bathrooms in those days. Mm. Still had their jugs of hot water taken it's to still, their bedrooms.
1: Yeah. Even On if those they didn't copper use it. cans,
2: you know, the spout of. Oh, the
1: yeah. Yes. And then would that be sort of it for the day? Would you have finished your duties for the day?
2: Tea well, after or they'd or? been, they had themselves washed and went down for dinner. I mm-hmm. used to go up then and, you know, empty the slops out of their basins and oh, take see. up, uh, I was going to say take up hot water. No, that wasn't what I meant. I took something upstairs. I used to go up and see that the bed was turned down to the oh, certain yes. time Oh yes, yes. Couldn't turn the bed down, say, when you finished at 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock. You couldn't. You had to go up about 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock, perhaps. When they no. were having Put dinner? Put them all water bottles in my beds. Huh? So you didn't mm-hmm. finish then, really, oh, yeah, till didn't finish. mid-evening? No, no. Oh no. Well, you never felt that you were finished, you know.
0: No, even the No rang. that was it. Mrs Keeney worked at Linden House for two years, leaving when she got married. She was 22, her husband was 24. Mr Keeney had come over from Ireland aged about 16 or 17 and had worked for the Adamson family on the home farm attached to the main house. He stayed there long enough to be in charge, overseeing the work and going to market. They had a cottage on the farm which is where they brought up their six children. They remained at that cottage until Mr Keeney's health deteriorated and he left the employment of the Adamson family. He had worked there for 43 years. Although Mrs Keeney admits that she would have liked to have left, her husband was reluctant. The cottage was tied to the job. Seeking employment elsewhere also meant finding a new home. This particular extract focuses on the role Mrs Keeney played after leaving the household as a young married woman and life on the farm.
2: And did you have to give up your job, then, or could you keep it on? No, I didn't. He did, of course. we we got a cottage. Yes. I lived on the cottage.
1: No. But you could could you have gone on working if you'd wanted to when you were married? Well, I, oh,
2: I don't know. I never thought. Yes. It was. No. Somewhere in those days, you got married and your job and was to you have your house. Yes. 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 Have your children and that was your job. Yes.
1: So you didn't. You wouldn't even have thought about it. Anymore. Oh, I no. not know. And no. they wouldn't either. Presumably, they wouldn't have asked you. Oh, I
2: don't no. know. So, so what I used to do sometime, some sometime after I was married, was do the dairy Oh, yes. My husband brought the milk into the dairy mm-hmm. and I separated with a separator mm. and uh, the cream stood in a big jar till he had enough to make butter with oh. and I used to make the butter.
1: So that was the butter for the whole was it again?
2: Yes, yes. but they didn't sell the sell butter not unless they had an awful lot to spare mm. because all these servants you know took a lot of food could
1: eat a lot yeah. yeah and of
2: course it was what they called a home farm it was just for their own use hmm. just produce I mean, exactly what they needed and yes. so the sheep sort of kept themselves, you know, they mm. took so many to of them off and brought so many back again mm. just went on like that, they fed cows, and sold the cows and it, yeah.
1: so in fact they probably didn't need to buy that much in terms oh, no. of food and things because they produced all their own
2: yes, they produced their own yes. mm. and of course the used to kill a pig now and again and mm. have a lamb now and again But they never starved even during the war because they always had plenty of milk, plenty of cream, plenty of butter, plenty of eggs. But uh, there wasn't a lot to buy. No.
1: No. So, in fact, all the staff
2: too would be all right during the war. All were well fed, yes. Never knew what it was to want bacon for their breakfast. It was always a fried breakfast. Yes. Because when they killed the pig, there was sausages made and all sorts Mm. of things.
0: I hope you have enjoyed listening to this podcast and learning about life as a head housemaid and life on the farm. We look forward to you joining us again next month to listen to more of the stories that can be heard here in the histories held at Northumberland Archives. Thank you.